DJ Osiris Bicycle Traffic Reporter Carly Common joins me, Peter Chapman. Thursday mornings and on f- the last Thursday of the month we do bike bits. Morning, Carly. Morning, Peter. Oh, sorry, I forgot to turn your microphone up. Morning, Carly. I, I will say morning again then. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, now, this morning we've been talking about fat bikes and how they fit into uh, the world. We've talked about fat bikes for MS and about the event that they're having in a week and a half's time on Sunday, the February 5th. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not the only event that is happening for fat bikes. In yeah, the next weekend you can uh, go down to the Silver Skate Festival where the Edmonton Fat Bike Fest is happening and we're going to talk with Trevor Saul from Multisport Canada who's arranging that. Welcome Trevor. Hello. So Trevor, uh, what what is this about? The first Edmonton Fat Bike Festival Silver Skate connection. So we're familiar with the Silver Skate but where does Multisport Canada fit in and, and why a Fat Bike Festival? Sure. Well, I, I've partnered with Silver Skate Festival for the last couple of years hosting uh, the Dead Cold Run. So it's a zombie-styled run where you run uh, through the trees, through Horlack Park and the trail system, uh, getting chased by zombies. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I've, I've had that report there for a number, number so, so of I years. Have, and I have to ask, where do you find the zombies? Uh, they just come out of the ground. Oh, that's fantastic. You make them <laughs> with the axe. Uh, so, yeah, we, we've hosted that event for a number of years, and I've reached out to the city for the last couple of years in regards to fat biking as well, since that's been a growing sport. And it's taken until this year to finally get approvals to host an event right in Horlack Park. Right. Uh, and therefore under the umbrella with Silver Skate. So they're our partner organization that uh, benefits through some of the proceeds of the event. And what we've decided to do is, being that it's uh, Silver State Festival, open to the community at large to bring in, I think it's 120,000 people last year, uh, we'd like to reach out to all the bike shops in town to come out with their uh, bike demos and product to display what they have available with the new technologies. And tied to that, you know, host, you know, we'll call it a race. So it's uh, you know, open to all ages, all abilities. Uh, if you have a fat bike, bring it on down. Uh, if you don't, a number of the bike shops in, that are becoming on board that will be having demos available to do a little circuit throughout uh, Horlack Park. And then as well, they'll have rentals available to uh, race on the racetrack as well. Will there be any zombies? No zombies on that one, though. No, they'll, they'll be, uh, you know, well back into the ground after uh, the race is done first. It's not, that one occurs on the same day in the morning and the fat bike race uh, starts at one in the afternoon on Saturday or Sunday, sorry. So walk us through, I go to the, I, I somehow I get to Horlack Park. Yes, so whether you drive down, uh, depending on how busy the day is, you'd be able to park in the park, otherwise you'd park at any of the adjacent parking areas, whether it's uh, uh, Emily Murphy or up at the university or just go to the uh, Silver State Festival website to look at their uh, parking access and uh, transit access points. And our start finish area will be right uh, in the, just adjacent to the main parking lot. We'll have our fat bike uh, demos areas set up along there and we'll have our start finish line set up. And once we have all the athletes registered and checked in, uh, we start the race course itself, which loops down in through uh, the park and then heads down to the Equine Center. Uh, okay. through the trail system and it's again it's the 10k loop uh, and the athletes can either do it a solo race whether it's 10 20 30 or 40k or you can do a relay as well so you could alternate with one two or three or two or three or four uh of your colleagues and come out and take turns doing the lap as quick as you can and uh, it's an official chip timed race they have the little uh computer chip on your bike that'll take your time 
and uh, crossing the finish line, we'll have uh, Wood Buffalo Brewing on site. They're going to be uh, sampling some beer for all the participants as well. Uh, so I see that you have, um, th- that's the perk, you get a beer at the finish line, and your yep. youngest participants are 14. Are they getting something else, or do the parents just scoop the beer? <laughs> the, the, usually the parents scoop the beer, yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair, isn't it? <laughs> Good job, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you have the demos, you have the um, race. Who is likely to participate in events like this at the Silver Skate? Are you expecting ride-ups, or can you just borrow a bike, or like what, what do you need? Who's What's your demographic? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Well, the demographics are you know they're obviously the current base of sort of fat bikers that are uh, floating in and around the community. Uh, so there's a, a decent base of athletes if they come out to the other uh, fat bike series that goes on. Uh, I think they get between 30 and 50 participants per race. Uh, so we're you know obviously drawing from that pool and then reaching out to all the other bike shops in town uh, to fan out the information to all their base of athletes and then whether they actually have a, a true fat bike or now the new mid-fat fat bikes uh, you know so sort of the, the spread is uh, getting quite dramatic as to what's available and what's out there the chubby uh, bikes and, say or the big boned bikes yeah yeah exactly and then I guess depending on our weather conditions you know, a regular fat a regular mountain bike could work as well but obviously the focus is on you know fat biking and uh, bringing in that new call it sport uh, into the industry and just the general public at large to see what the true benefit is of uh, riding a bike like that. And let's talk about uh, your company. So Multisport Canada is organizing this event kind of underneath the umbrella of Silver Skate. Uh, what other events do Multisport Canada do? Is this your first fat biking event? Uh, this is our first fat biking event, but we've hosted, uh, we host multi-sport races across Western Canada. I've been doing it for 21 years now. So obviously the most uh, sort of high profile events we do would be say the Coronation Triathlon here in the city, uh, the Vancouver Triathlon in Stanley Park, uh, and then a number of running races as well throughout uh, Western Canada. So the Mother's Day run that's been going on here for eight, it was 20 some years now, I guess. Uh, so yeah, the, the wide gamut of events that have been going on uh, again throughout Western Canada, and sort of add fat biking into the arsenal is nothing new for us. It, it's just uh, you know a new niche market that obviously opens the door to our current base of athletes and then the general public as well. So what's the what's the motivation for Multisport Canada? The motivation? Yeah. Uh, like, well, what's, I'm, what's I'm, your vision? What's your drive? What's the What's the thing that you really want to be doing? Is it Is it about getting people out there being active? Or and why it, not just one sport? Uh, well, we're multi-sport. <laughs> I, got, I, I got into uh, a triathlon uh, in high school. So this when the sports are really started taking off uh, in Canada. It's been going on for 30-some years now, but when I got the flavor for it. So I was in high school and that sort of expanded uh, as going through university and just hosting events, you know, going from participating in events to hosting events. Uh, and then uh, as they get a little older and get a family, sort of being able to participate sort of goes in the background and I uh, just host events and get that same flavor as, you know, seeing everyone cross the finish line with a big smile on their face. Uh, you know, having those people send the emails after the race saying, thank you, you've changed my life. You know, going on from I've lost you know twenty pounds to a hundred pounds, uh, you know, taking on something new that they never thought they could, uh, and really any sport anyone can do is just you know being able to go out and try it. 
What are some of the other sports multi-sports deals with then? Cycling is clearly one. Uh, triathlon, that has a mix of three sports. So, And then what else? Uh, well, obviously triathlon was the main focus when I started in the business, uh, and that includes swimming, biking, running. Uh, most of the events in that uh, sport are the sort of the shorter distance, Olympic sprints, uh, call it try it distance, which is a really short uh, version of the sport. Uh, and then obviously running, which is just one of the disciplines. So we do a whole slew of running races across Western Canada. Uh, and then there's duathlon, which is a run-bike run. Uh, and then obviously tying in fat biking, we do a Grand Fondo in Whistler, in uh, Jasper. Uh, I've been going on for three years now. Uh, and uh, we're also expanding into uh, pond hockey. Uh, we're doing a pond hockey tournament in March here in Horlack Park as well. Hmm. Can you describe Grand Fondos for the listening public? Sure. Grand Fondo is essentially a mass cycling ride. So if you look at the Tour de France, you see all these professional riders, uh, you know, doing a, a distance anywhere between 150 to you know 280 kilometers, uh, obviously televised uh, across the globe. Well, Grand Fondos sort of has been a take on that, but for the general public. So uh, they've been going on in Canada now for probably close to a dozen years, and it's been the last probably seven or eight years where it's really really grown so there's uh, Grand Fondo Canada is one of the other companies that puts on races in Whistler and uh, Canmore, Banff uh, a lot of the bigger jurisdictions and they'll get events that you know draw upwards of 4,500 people um, Grand Fondo sort of everyone's been calling it the new golf so all the corporate guys that used to go out for their golf tournaments and you know let's go chat about business on the golf course are now doing that on bikes so in Jasper, we do one uh, that has distances from 65 kilometers uh, all the way up to 195 kilometers. Cool. So get big business meeting on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. What uh, do you think fat bikes have become synonymous with Canadian winters? Like to stick them into the Silver Skate Festival, which is mostly skating. <laughs> seems to me um, and, and maybe I'm wrong with that There's, there, I understand there's skiing and now zombie runs um, uh, fat biking in Canada is that like a Canadian thing now? Uh, it's become synonymous with Canadian winters for our northern climates uh, so if you look at the Calgary marketplace and you know, southern Ontario uh, it's not really as prevalent as you see it up here just because we have more snow consistently uh, there's a really strong community in uh, Saskatoon as well that seems to travel and then there's sort of pockets throughout the United States so there was this race series called Frosty's Fat Bike Series out of uh, Utah and they do a number of races throughout the states in those sort of cold zones uh, and they came up and did a race in Jasper last weekend uh, so there is, there is a, a good draw for it um, and I guess it has also become a good summer sport as well because they can ride it out on the beach. So if you look at California, well, you know, obviously they don't have the snow, but they have plenty of beaches. So if you want to go for a beach ride, you're not riding a mountain bike because there's no way you'll be staying straight. Uh, so the fat bikes with the wide and uh, wide tire and low pressure lets you pretty much go anywhere. So it's a good fit uh, for that summer season as well. So, you know, long-term, you know, the bikes might be a little expensive uh, right now, but the pricing is coming down. Uh, and you see people riding them 365 days a year. So, you know, the focus might eventually switch from winter 
from racing to adding in something in the summer in our northern climate as well it was the hope for this for the fat bike festival that's happening as part of silver skate on the 12th of february uh, to be this is the first one of, of many years or is this just going to be a trial and you'll see how it goes and oh no i think it'll be the first year of many years it's similar to our dead cold run with uh, partnership we started and started out small and it's continually grown and it's just a good fit with silver skate because silver skate wants to get people outside enjoying the outdoors so you know it Silver Skate does seem to think, well, you're just going out and skating, and they do have their skate races, but there's snowshoeing and there's winter triathlon, uh, and then they have a whole bunch of just outdoor activities that go on throughout the entire park for those uh, the 10 days uh, that the festival goes on. So, uh, you know, for me, it's just getting people outside, enjoying the outdoors, you know, realizing that anybody can become fit regardless of what state of fitness you're in, and uh, just pushing through life to enjoy the outdoors. And uh, so can you tell us, Trevor, what kind of fat bike you ride? Uh, I don't. Ah, ha, ha. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh like that. Uh, Peter and I have been lusting after fat bikes, so we're we're delighted to hear... That, that we're not the only ones who don't ride that. <laughs> no, you're definitely not the only one. I, I've been a quote-unquote tire kicker for several years because uh, the the neighborhood that I live in, all the guys are out, you know, riding weekly or every couple of days. And so they're telling me which bike to buy, but of course everyone has their input. And uh, I've been so busy with hosting events and life in general with family that to give me the, the extra time to actually go out and ride consistently, I don't have that yet. So it's, you know, right now for me, it's not worthwhile to go out and actually buy a bike because I'd you know, sit in the shop most of the time. Yeah. Right, um, right. But I, I do salivate. There's no doubt about that. And so on that event side, what would halt or cancel the race for you? Uh, for the fat bike race? Yeah. Uh, very little. Uh, <laughs> the benefit to fat biking is, like I say, you can go over any and all terrain. So the, the route that we have right now, uh, until, unless there's a big massive thaw, which will turn everything to a big sheet of ice, uh, you know, the route that we have will stay as it is, but if there is a, a big thaw and change on that, we can easily adapt the course to uh, go anywhere that we need it to go. So uh, really, rain or shine, we're still going to go as is the Silver Skate Festival. And you mentioned that it was a long time working with the city to get approval to be in Horlack Park. Was that a Horlack Park thing or a bicycle race thing? A bit of both. So Horlack Park, as you know, is a high, uh, highly used uh, facility, so it's hard to get in there with any event. Uh, so like I say, with the partnership that we had with Silver Skate, it was a good fit. Uh, and then with being that fat biking is so new, a lot of the trail systems were still unsure of whether it could be used just based on, based on uh, whether it's going to wreck the trail system. And then once parks started to see these other events through demoing going on, uh, realizing that it doesn't impact anything at all, uh, then it sort of opened the door and gave us the green light to go ahead. Well, Trevor, thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a pleasure to hear about cycling in the city and, you know, the liaisons people are making to make that work. So we're pleased to hear about your endeavors and good luck with your race. Yeah, my friends, for more information, fatbikefest.ca and it's happening Sunday the 12th of February. And you said in the afternoon primarily. Is that right? Yeah, one o'clock start. Perfect. There's demos, there's races, so just go down even if you don't want to race and uh, try out a fat bike. Fatbikefest.ca. Yeah, Thank you very much, Trevor Soul.